Oh, shit. All right. Welcome back again to another episode of Just the Fit Tip, where we, where we give you, where we give you, on up ladder. Yeah, yeah. We give you, we give it to you. We give you just the tip of fitness. just the tip of fitness. Just, a, just the fitness tips, myths, busted, real myths, truths. We're truth tellers. We're storytellers. Storytellers as well. We tell truthful stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's get into this it. week on what just. What the are we fit talking tip. about? Just week on just Nevin? the fit tip. Uh, we are talking about overtraining. What is overtraining? Oh, what is overtraining? Nevin, I overtrain every single week. All right. I push myself way too hard in the gym. I go to Revo Fitness three hey. to four times a week for 40 minutes at a time, and I do some intense circuits, and I am beat. Look, chances are, <laughs> chances are you're not overtrained. All right. If you're watching this, chances are you're not overtrained. It is really hard to overtrain. It is very hard. All right. Some people think that they're overtrained because mm -hmm. they're like sore and tired. You're probably just tired and sore because you're training hard. Yeah. But chances are you're not overtrained. Okay. So let's get into what overtraining is, yeah. shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is also known as training overload. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's a condition that occurs when someone exercises beyond their ability to recover. Mm -hmm. Okay. But beyond their body's ability to recover. First of all, that is incredibly hard to do. That is so very hard to the do. The human body is very strong and good at adapting to stimulus. Yeah. And for the most part, regard, even if you're beat up and you feel like you're going to die, yeah. uh, you don't generally overtrain. You, you, you do a, a few things, you eat a little bit more, you sleep a little bit more, like it takes its toll on you, but it's actually incredibly hard to get yourself to that threshold in the first place and keep yourself there for so long that you do start to, like they call it overtraining or detraining, basically. Um, I've not actually met many people who are able to do that. It's really hard to push yourself to that limit. Yeah, it, it, is, it is definitely hard. Yeah. Um, we can, I guess, look to try to identify some symptoms. Yep. Of, of overtraining. I'll put them mm -hmm. up on the big screen here. Mm -hmm. um, you got some physical and psychological symptoms that can be associated with someone that is overtrained. All right. All right. What we got? Decreased athletic performance, right? So this is obviously a, a big one, as in um, if you are training really hard and your strength or your fitness is increasing, 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 you're training four times a week, five times a week, six times a week, it's getting better and better and better. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like you stagnate. Okay, well, people hit plateaus sometimes, and sometimes it takes a little while to break through a plateau. You need mm -hmm. to change some things in your in your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. What happens then if you start like, let's say one week you run a 14 on the beep test, and then 14 again, then 14.1, and then like 13.8, and then like 13.4, and then like 13.1, and then like 12. And you're like, and you're and trying, and you're trying, and you're busting, your and you are ass. busting your helmet training, and you are going backwards. Mm -hmm. This could be a sign of of overtraining. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so decreased athletic performance, whether that's uh, strength, fitness, uh, anything along those lines. Um, persistent fatigue. So like you're always tired, all right? Like not just when you finish your workout, but you get up in the morning, you're tired. You're like walking around work, you're tired. You get home, you're tired. You don't want to train. Like you're physically just drained. And this isn't when you're just tired of other people's shit either. <laughs> this isn't just that like... The, the human condition where you're just sick of people in general. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. This is, this is, you don't have the, like the physical ability to push yourself any harder than you can. You're, you're, it's like you just did a heavy session all day, every day. You're not recovering. That fatigue, 
that part is the most important part. Like you mm -hmm. go to walk up a set of stairs and you feel like you just did 400 squats, but it never goes away. That sort of thing. Mm. Mood swings. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can get cranky. All right. That one's a hard one to identify. It's a hard one to identify. Yeah, yeah. You some yeah. mood swings. Yeah. Insomnia, trouble sleeping. You're so tired, but you can't sleep. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's, it's wreaking havoc on your sleep patterns. Yep. Um, yep. We also have uh, a decreased immune function, which means you're more you likely get to get sick. sick. Yeah. All yeah. right. If at the end of, or you're pushing yourself really, really hard and you push harder and harder and harder. And, and as you're, you're getting yourself, sick all the time. You never really recover. Never really recover. Um, or even just like towards a heavy block of training, you're smashing, you're getting these good PBs and all of a sudden you start struggling, 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 and then you just get a cold. Uh, that's the, that happens. You push your nervous system too hard and then your nervous system kind of stops recovering. Yeah. And then yeah. like you almost get better, but not really. And then you get sick again and then like sort of recover, but not really. And then get sick again. Mm -hmm. oh, gross. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Not very fun. Also increased risk of injury. So if yep. like, if you're someone that's usually pretty, you know, not injury prone, like pretty injury resistant and yep. all of a sudden like you keep hurting yourself mm -hmm. uh, in different ways. Yep. Like chances are that you could be at risk of, you know, overtraining. Like too hard. Your body's not able to recover enough and you're hurting yourself. I actually have a really good example of this. Um, one of my clients, Michelle, relatively, relatively new to powerlifting, just got some insane improvements before her comp, uh, last comp that she did. And then when we finished on comp day, um, back cramped up, bombed in the comp, um, got some good PBs on a squat and deadlift, uh, but then for about two months afterwards, was going to throw in the towel, was going to quit, felt like absolute garbage, could barely squat a deadlift, lightweights, back would be cramping up in between sets, just like really miserable, just her mood was like all over the place. That was feeling good, feeling good, feeling good, pushing really hard and then had this like almost two month lull after that where it took a while before she started recovering again. Uh, all, all of those things started getting like really run down, got a bit sick right after the comp, um, a, a big risk of injury could barely even do a set of lightweight deadlifts, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you. It yeah. Gets you. So I guess the question is how can you avoid overtraining? Mm. And mm. there's some, um, some tips that we have got here we they go. can, um, we'll put it up right what here. What do we got? Let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, so, um, some tips to help prevent overtraining. Um, you just need to balance your exercise with adequate rest and recovery, mm -hmm. right? So let's say you're training six times a week. Maybe we just decrease that down to four times a week, mm -hmm. you know? So you have a little bit more rest and recovery time. Um, gives your body a bit more chance to um, to recover in between sessions so you're not always as beat down. Yeah. All right? So just by balancing, sort of using that as a balancing act, you can sort of um, help decrease the risk of overtraining. Cool. Um, you can have good nutrition and hydration, right? So yeah, if you are like chronically dehydrated all the time and you eat junk or like let's say, for example, um, you're – trying to stay lean so you're eating super low fat so your hormone production is not good and yep. you're eating super low carbs and, and so you have no energy well. and you're yeah. not recovering because we know that carbohydrates and glycogen are important for muscle recovery mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um you know and you do this for long periods of time that can absolutely um can can help uh increase over uh, training risk so by having good nutrition and hydration you can decrease the risk of overtraining mm -hmm. that makes sense um Ooh, this one i'd say is probably the most important as i would say personally all right look at the camera here let's get nice one of the biggest indicators of performance make sure you're getting enough sleep get enough sleep yeah yeah more yeah. than eight hours if you're a serious athlete nine hours eight hours minimum Get those eight, eight hours. hours. Minimum. Yeah. And that's not going to bed, looking at your alarm, being like, I'll get seven hours and 46 minutes. That's being asleep with more than eight hours in the yeah. bag. Look, eight hours is really important, guys. And people overestimate this one. And we've, um, I've seen a few sleep scientists talking on, on different podcasts. And, mm -hmm. and they say, you know, we hear a lot. People say, oh, I only need 
five hours of sleep. I'm, I, right. can, I can function perfectly on five hours sleep. Nope. And what these PhD sleep scientists are saying is that um, the people saying that, no, you can't. Like 99.9% of people that get five hours of sleep are working impaired. Yep. Okay, because they are not functioning at 100%. Yeah, exactly. So don't be one of those people who be like, yeah, I'm good. I got this. You're not good. And not if you good. feel good and you're only getting five to six hours of sleep a night, imagine, imagine how, good, how much imagine better how you would good. perform if you were getting eight plus. And yes, it is very difficult to get that much sleep. There is like everyone has lives and stress and all that sort of stuff. But if, if you want to increase your performance or offset detraining, overtraining, yep. eight plus hours. Yep. Um, uh, another thing that you can do is uh, you can <laughs> gradually increase the amount of activity that you're doing. So like, let's say you're just starting off in the gym um, or you're returning to the gym from a long layoff. Mm -hmm. Maybe don't jump into six sessions a week, like start with two sessions a week and then go to three and then the four. And then you can sort of, um, you can analyze how your body is, is coping and handling things um, without just, um, you know, jumping balls deep in there. And build yourself up slowly. No one was the strongest or the fastest or the greatest in their first week. Everyone took years and years and years to get to, to the top or, or even just to compete with the people at the top. So it's true. take your time. Take and your if time. you're not sure, if you're still not sure after this, uh, go to your local gym and find a coach who can... Mm. Coach Where? you through that. Who can program for you? Music here for this. And yeah, who can yeah, fact, coach you through this? Write your program. Reach out. Can help you out. There's a great gym called the Strength Institute. Oh really? Right. What do they do? They do strength and conditioning for general population as well as high level athletes. Uh, we oh, have world champ. Like well, we have, uh, you could say, world champion powerlifters, world record holders. We have the Australia's strongest woman, and we have a. Uh, state champions, um, national podiums in athletics, all sorts of different sports here. Um, but everyone is a little bit different, right? It's not a, it's not a cookie cutter thing for everyone. So people will overtrain at different periods. Older people will train, uh, overtrain easier than younger people generally. People that are out of shape will overtrain easier than um, people that are in shape. High level athletes have a high risk of overtraining compared to general population because they're pushing heavier weights. So it's not a one size fits all, um, but there are signs that you can look out for. So yep. we'll leave you with that one. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Just the Fit Tip, the tip of fitness. We'll see you guys next time for the next episode of Just the Tip. Just the Fit Tip. Just the Fit Tip. Just the Fit Tip. Just the Tip. The tip of fit. The tip of fitness. The tip of fitness. Just the Fit Tip of fitness. Of fitness. Just the tip. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>